0: Hello there and welcome back to another episode of Fact, Fiction or Bullshit. Well, for all you new listeners out there, the FFB podcast for short. My name is PJ and every episode we delve into the unknown to look at the history, the facts, the theories and conspiracies and ultimately decide fact, fiction or bullshit. I also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page so please feel free to go and check it out. Um, pictures, videos, of all weird and wonderful things will be on there. A lot of stuff today about today's podcast as well. Now today is a first for my podcast. This is what you call a special episode. For this podcast, I actually have guests. I'd like to introduce to you my two brothers, Stuart. Hello. And Richard.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: This is great. This is a first for my podcast. Um, Stu, to you first. Do you believe in aliens and ghosts? Paranormal?
2: Aliens, yes. Paranormal, no.
0: Why no Paranormal
2: are loads of videos and pictures and it. it's fake. it's, it's light it's shadows it's people's imagination running wild with them people faking stories for notoriety yeah no <clears throat>
0: as i told you guys earlier on uh, this is my brother the skeptic and he doesn't believe in anything so to you rich
2: i believe in aliens
0: okay to you rich same question
2: um yeah well
1: i uh, probably share the same shoe really uh I'd like to believe there's aliens out there. I mean, the universe is that vast that, well, we can't be the only ones, right? Exactly. Which is, you know, the, the outlook I take on it. I mean, just because we're probably never gonna get into contact with them doesn't mean they're not there. Just goes to show exactly it's, how big the universe it's is. It's very right.
2: narcissistic to think that we're the only ones. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as as for the
1: as for the ghosts um, side of things, yeah, I, I don't believe in the paranormal. I mean, like you said. Anything can be manipulated, you know. Any video footage. I mean, technology is a wonderful thing. However, it can go wrong. Yeah, you know, no, Things agreed. get misinterpreted. The amount of videos that are out there are all quite um, sketchy at best. Yeah, I could go out now
2: with my camera and take a video of a ghost mm-hmm. and, and make it look like a ghost. No, and fair, it play. It would spread like fair play.
0: But you're both in agreement. You believe in aliens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I
1: reckon there is. And I'm actually sure I've seen one. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm convinced when I was young, I I swear to God, looking out the window early one morning, I am sure I saw a spaceship. You know what? And you know what the other thing is as well? Aliens themselves are always something that's really giving me the creeps. You know, a lot of people, clowns or, you know what I mean, monsters. Aliens for me, the ones with the big eyes, their long slender bodies. So stereotypical Hollywood aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about, you know, an alien that's like three foot tall. What's that film? Signs, perfect. Like, yeah. Them aliens, like, the ones you see at them time, the gangly ones, long fingers, big head, big eyes. Freaky, mate. Freaky. Well,
0: I'm glad you're both here today. Um, Welcome to Fact, Fiction, or Bullshit. It's great to have you. So, on today's episode, we will be heading out of the Earth's atmosphere, heading all the way to the moon. Because if you was living in 1969, three brave men done exactly that. Or did they? Was this one small step for mankind? Or was it an elaborate hoax just to get one up on the Russians? Or, for a more sinister note, did we get there and get asked politely to leave? That's right, ladies and gents, we are going to be looking at the Apollo 11 mission to the moon. Yet again on another space episode. So strap in, look up at the stars and wait for liftoff. I just want to walk you guys through what actually happened, beginning to the end of the Apollo 11 mission. It was the morning of July 16th, 1969. Astronauts Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Michael Collins sit atop of the rocket Saturn V. Stu, you have the Saturn V rocket or Lego, do you?
2: No, I've got the, uh, the space shuttle, but yeah, I will be soon.
0: <clears throat> this rocket uses its 7.5 million pounds of thrust to propel them into space and history. And I might add, this was the most powerful rocket NASA had ever built.
2: Did you know, as well, there was over 12
0: million parts
2: in that rocket? It's mad, isn't it, when you come to think of how many pieces to just get three humans up to the moon? The scary part is, one small part of that failing,
1: the mission don't happen. Exactly.
0: That's why Apollo 1 blew up.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what they reckon, anyway. But we'll come back to that, because
0: there's always a theory with me. After takeoff, it takes them just twelve minutes to reach the Earth's orbit, and Saturn V is reaching a top speed of nine thousand eight hundred and forty kilometers an hour, or well, to normal people, just over six thousand miles per hour. And that's fast.
2: Yeah. Well, it's almost as fast as Ricky driving it. Yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> After one and a half orbits of Earth, Apollo Eleven gets a go for what mission controllers call translunar injection. In other words, it's time to head to the moon. Three days later, the crew is in lunar orbit. One day later, Armstrong and Aldrin climb into their lunar module called Eagle and begin their descent, while Collins orbits in the command module Columbia. Now, question to you two guys. Who would you rather have been on that mission? Would you rather have been the two heading down to the moon, or the one solitary guy in that
2: ship going round? 100% going to the moon. I I feel for the guy who stayed on that ship. Because he went... 95% 95% of the way, did some work and got everyone there. No one remembers him. It's a bit like, um, you can almost liken it to
1: um, that marathon runner, you have a pace runner. Exactly. Someone that don't and is never going to win the race, yeah. but puts in all the effort to keep the pace going and never going to have a yeah. middle. No one's going to remember their name.
2: Everyone remembers Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. I agree. Not agreed. many yeah. people remember the other guy's name. Yeah, which definitely, so 100%, I'd have rather been the guy that steps on the moon. And you've just got to stay there on your own for a few days.
0: I mean, I'd feel for that guy, because he might have had to say, Do you know what, I can't get him, I've got to leave them." Can you imagine that?
1: Yeah, that's always an option. It's always that uh, sort of Hollywood scenario, isn't it? It's the risk you take, though, isn't it?
0: I mean, once they got there, Neil Armstrong had to improvise the landing, because where we yeah. were landing on the Sea of Tranquility, there was boulders everywhere. So... He had to look for a more suitable landing. Um, it was at this time the computer systems started alarming everything. Yep. Um,
1: do you know why that was? was it was it like a magnetic field at all for? A, in a uh, no! System, apparently,
0: or? what was happening yeah. was there was too many commands going through the computer.
2: Well, yeah, we're not talking like microprocessors. It was always it was all relays and switches back then. It was yeah. it wasn't something that it could be configured on the fly, it had all yeah. been predetermined. Once you didn't hit those parameters, the computer was going, what's wrong, what's wrong? And he took over. Yeah, right.
0: um, I mean, that's the last thing you want to hear when you're 240,000 miles away. Um, and to add to that, he only had 25 seconds worth of fuel remaining.
2: Yeah, he didn't have hardly any when he, la- when he landed.
0: Can you imagine trying to make that, that descent and having to improvise everything?
2: It's, it's like when you're driving along and you see the fuel light and your car come up and you think, I'm just going to keep pushing it. Yeah, and then bingo eventually, fuel. Yeah, bingo fuel. It's bingo fuel. But <laughs> I suppose, though, from his point of view, it's
1: you've got no choice. You have yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you dab if you do, you dab if you yeah, don't. If, so, if you
2: don't do it, if you land where it thinks you're going to land, there's a possibility that you could damage your craft and not get back.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, once he got there, Armstrong, then Radio Houston famous quote tranquility base here the eagle has landed that sends shivers down my spine just (laughs) thinking about it It, and it's just like I mean we all look up and think do you know what I'd love to go somewhere like that wouldn't you I'd love to go to space you wearing your your, your space X NASA t-shirt yep
1: yeah the thing is I mean as appealing as it is as, as, as appealing as it is I don't know there's so many risks involved and you know, you hear about all the, um, you know, the the previous disasters of any sort of, you know, space flight. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of risks involved. Yeah, you'd want to be the man, but at the same time, I
2: don't know. I don't think I would want I, to. I won't lie. When I was younger, when I was mid-teenager, I remember waking up one night, uh, one morning, not, uh, uh, like, up, uh, physically upset because I'd come to the realisation I was never, ever going to go to the moon. Should, I'm just, sorry. Steve. Yeah, I, feel, I still feel yeah, it now. Like, it one, of, <laughs> one of my dreams is to always going to space. I know it's never going to happen, but that was the realization when I was a teenager. Was like you're never going to the moon. Get over it. And even now, it's like I, I love space. I love anything like that. But that's good. I, yeah. This is
0: what normal people should be discussing. I think I, I, I love it. But yeah. Anyway, on we go. The twentieth of July, Armstrong was ready to plant the first human foot on another world. That is iconic.
1: Especially somewhere that's never been explored before.
0: It's, uh... Without doubt, with more than half a billion people watching on television, he climbs down the ladder and proclaims, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Half a billion people. Half a billion people. In the
1: 60s.
2: Yeah. You don't even get that now, really, do you? That's, ridic- that's
1: ridiculous numbers. That's shocking. That just goes to show the magnitude of the event, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, there is nothing you can liken to that right now,
2: no, nothing no. at what all. Could you? So, like even like going down to Mariana Trench and stuff like that, and help yeah, and sort of the deep thing, thing is,
1: like going the you know, Challenger deep you know, down to you know the deepest depths of the ocean, you know, it's a possibility that you know we can always go down there, yeah. But space travel is something just so unknown about it, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, especially back then as well, yes. yeah, 60s, yeah. yeah. And obviously, there was that mad rush to beat the Russians, wasn't yeah.
0: there? Yeah, um, and a lot of people think they only done it because the Russians were doing it themselves.
1: That's 100%. 100%.
2: Otherwise, it would not
1: have been rushed over three or four years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a space race, for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, after stepping down, uh, Aldrin Buzz Aldrin joins him shortly after and offers a simple but powerful description of the lunar surface. Magnificent desolation. Because in reality, yeah. it's a desolate place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they explore the surface for two and a half hours, collecting samples and taking photographs. They left, they, left, they left. behind an American flag, a patch honoring the fallen crew of Apollo One, and a plaque on one of the eagle's leg leg. And it read, "Here, men from the planet Earth first set foot on the moon, July, 1969 A.D. We came in peace for all mankind. Peace? Uh, yeah, okay, not a chance. Uh, we. It's common knowledge that us as a human race never come in peace.
1: I definitely do believe. I I think at the same time, I mean, going there for the freedom of mankind just to, you know, explore, gain some answers, then yeah. But peace, you know for sure. The space race itself was all about rockets, almost military might in a sense. What's peaceful about that? Exactly. There we go.
0: Armstrong and Aldrin burst off and docked with Collins on, on Columbia. Colin later recalls that this was the first time in the mission that he actually thought we can actually pull this off. Imagine that feeling at the end of it, yeah, not even yeah. at the beginning. Let's,
1: let's face it; we've all been there in that video game. Where you, thought, you know, what, I can actually do this. You know, what, I can get it done. Could you? Could you imagine just exact? You know how? How you know how different that would be Being. in the sense of something that's a great achievement of anything like that. You know, both technological and you know, just sheer sort of. It's crazy. You can't. You can't. Um, yeah, you can never fathom how no, that would feel. you not really couldn't. That. No, I could.
0: Uh, the crew then splashes down just off the island of Hawaii on July 24th. Kennedy's challenge had been met. Men from the Earth have walked on the moon and returned safely. The total time of the mission was 195 hours and 18 minutes. On Kennedy, I watched his speech mm-hmm. about the, 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 the moon. Um, it sounded so inspirational. The, the one that gets me or apart, we chose to go to the moon in this decade and do other things not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Wow. Um, it's a shame he went, I suppose. But that's another conspiracy for another time. I've got a few facts about the moon and Apollo 11. Uh, the moon is about a quarter of the size of the Earth. It always, always shows the same face. It's actually moving away from the Earth at 3.8 centimetres yearly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Obviously, the moon controls the tidal, wave, tidal uh, seasons on the Earth. And it even has quakes. They're called moonquakes. About Apollo 11 mission, Armstrong took a piece of wood from the first plane that belonged to the Wright Brothers. Um, here we go. This one was, yeah. There was a speech prepared just in case Armstrong and Aldrin had to commit suicide on the moon. Can you imagine that headline? Wow. Yeah. The guidance computer that was on Apollo 11 and Eagle was a hundreds of thousands of times less powerful than today's smartphone.
2: Yeah, there was more power in a scientific calculator than it was. That's insane to think. Yeah, and we went to the moon with that. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: President Nixon made a phone call to the astronauts on the moon, the longest phone
2: call ever recorded.
0: Oh, longest distance? Yeah, longest distance, sorry, yeah. 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 They still have an experiment working on the moon today, which is they they fire a laser up. Yeah, they they left mirrors up there,
1: didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And what what is that exactly for? Is that to measure how how far the moon
2: is moving away from the Earth? Yeah, over time? It's, yeah. to be honest, yeah. it's, it serves two purposes: one to measure the distance, and to two to prove that there's something up on the moon.
0: You know, NASA <laughs> considered Neil Armstrong the best pilot in the world at that time. He actually got his driving license. Oh, sorry, his pilot's license before his driving license. But straight off the bat, we know that this was never a mission about exploration and peace. This was the height of the Cold War. Both the US and Russia had the same idea. Um, they were saying that whoever got there first could build like a nuclear base. It's typical. We, we go to somewhere we've never been before and all we want to do is build a base that we can send bombs off to blow up Russia. I mean, it's typical humans, right? Obviously, you know about Werner von Braun.
2: No? Yeah, I'm always reading about Colonel <laughs> Von Brown. Yeah, well, he was
0: um he was um, a Nazi scientist and he developed the V2 rockets. Oh, right. Yeah, I've seen programs on him. Yeah. O- Operation Paperclip. He surrendered to the US government. They wiped out all his war crimes but said, you've got to work for us. Yeah. yeah. Build he, us a rocket. And he did. Um, a lot better than anybody else was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, it's believed that it was easy to get to the moon as the... As, sorry, let's start that again. It wasn't as easy to get to the moon as the US actually anticipated. And this is why people think they faked it. Do you, not, do you think they faked it or not? Yeah?
1: Um, you know what? I, I before, before this podcast, I'm probably still going to... Yeah, I'm going to say 50-50. Before the podcast, I felt 50-50 and I still feel that way to a degree.
0: I mean... Could it have something to do with the, the, the Van Allen radiation belts?
1: Yeah, there is that. That's something I read about as well. Um, and apparently, it would be impossible to you know for a human yeah. to spend any time during, like you know, within them belts.
0: I mean, they obviously, yeah, you know, I've read up and they they reckon Stanley Kubrick. They reckon it's him who actually produced it in a sound, in a studio. To be honest,
2: if, if they, I, I, don't believe it was fake. I, I believe it was real. But I think if they were going to fake it. I don't think they'd use someone like Stanley Kubrick to, to direct or produce it. It's, it's, it's too well-known it, it, and high-profile. You, yeah, you, you wouldn't would, even know who did it. Yeah, you wouldn't
1: want any high-profile names. You wouldn't approach anyone within no. the media or film industry. Because it, more so, the secret out. Well, you think,
2: even if things went sour with him, people would believe what he said. But if you just had a normal guy who knew what they were doing yeah. produce it, if he came out and went south and said, oh, I, I was the one who filmed it. Right, you could... Mate, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who are you? You I've could got, easily turn everyone against I've got, I've got against a bit of him. evidence.
0: They're, they're, in some of the pictures have taken, there right. was a rock. Right. And one of them had
2: the, the letter C on it. A rock. Where was the picture taken? Apparently on the moon. The well, okay. C. Yeah, but are we, are we talking a shadow C? Are we talking... No, it was actually imprinted on a rock. Coincidence? Hmm.
0: Okay, how about... Um, the lunar module itself.
2: Yeah.
0: What a ramshackle device.
2: Yeah. Basically made of tinfoil, aluminium, and Kevlar.
0: Great. Um, so obviously the, the craters on the moon.
2: Yeah. How are they formed? Impacts. Impacts. Oh, great.
0: So you have a, a ship that could
2: crumple at any time yep. landing on a place that gets uh, hits by asteroids. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but the Earth gets hit by asteroids all the time. And they the reason they pick like the places like Sea of Tranquility is because there's not that many crater impacts there which tells you that doesn't get hit that often but why did New Armstrong have to go because of the rocks which no it's by formation
0: okay. why were there no stars in any of the pictures I'm asking you this you, cause I because I do a bit because
2: of... of the the way the light is It's the, to be able to picture stars you have to either have a really high ISO setting to like really intense sensor on your camera or you need it to be really dark the one thing about the moon's surface is it's quite light, uh, light reflective, because that's why it looks so bright in okay. our sky. As soon as the sun hits it, it drowns out every single bit of light. And because we were on that side of the sun, that that side of the moon, you wouldn't see the stars. Fair enough.
0: It's also believed the actual U.S. government actually actually executed the three
2: astronauts on Apollo One. What would be the reasoning behind that?
0: Because they already knew and threatened to spill the beans on the moon landings being
2: fake. The, again, the thing is, NASA selects the best of the best, and they go through all psych evaluations and everything. They would not have selected anyone who they thought or had fear who would spill the beans on
1: anything. And, and that's the other thing, and that, that goes back to the, the point of you know Stanley Kubrick. Why would they bring someone outside yeah. of the military into the equation... You know, in the hope that he would keep quiet.
0: Fair enough. One that caught my eye about conspiracy theories. I laughed when I read this. I can't believe I've actually put it on here. It was faked and filmed as the US government did not want anyone to know
2: the earth was flat. I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've been doing a lot of reading and one of the theories that come up they got onto the, they got to the moon and upon exploration found it to be hollow. I laughed at first. Um, but the more I read about it, the more out there it seemed less. I, I don't know. Um, my, uh, I think it's Mikhail Vassin and Alexander Sherbakov, my Russian's poor by the way, in Sputnik magazine. They quoted that the moon is not a natural satellite of the Earth, but a huge hollowed out Planetoid, fashioned by some highly advanced, technologically sophisticated civilization into an artificial, inside-out world, which was steered into orbit around the Earth years ago. So, in other words, an ancient spaceship.
2: I think they've been
1: on the vodka. See, my thoughts on that is: what well, I was always led to believe the moon was formed from an impact of Earth. Like yeah. Millions, millions, millions. No one one hundred percent really knows, but that's yeah. what the that's, yeah, what, the data that's says. what the theory is. But then there's plenty of other planets in the solar system that have moons. Yes. Are each one of them also hollow? Have they been steered there in place? This is.
0: But if you think about it, if you were traveling long distances, like obviously space is infinite. Yeah. Obviously, the more. I mean, I suppose do aliens would they have to eat and, and have sustenance like we do? You don't know. You don't
2: know. You, yeah, of course. No one knows the makeup. Obviously,
0: that's a, a great size ship because you can take infinity almost, really how about this theory that the moon at one point was a living entity
1: when you say living entity what
0: okay um, Star Trek I think it was Star Trek 5 The Voyage Home where that great big massive spaceship come along and it was more rather than a spaceship with aliens the ship was
2: alive yeah I I think if if it had signs of life we would see like there would be River, like, riverbeds and flows and stuff like that, you would say. I, I think that's... Okay. How about this one?
0: Aliens on the moon. Listen to me out here. The moon landing, obviously, as we know, was televised for the world to see. It was watched by... What, what do we say? Half a billion people? Half a billion people. people. However, not all was heard. There apparently... Obviously... When you go up to space, you've got a NASA channel. But then there's another channel in case something goes wrong. Yeah. Apparently, Buzz Aldrin had reported to have had a strange series of communications with NASA about this. He said he was being watched by what he described as visitors. And up, up on a ridge, you could see installations and a row of UFOs. Now, I've seen various photos of the moon. And there's a lot of them that actually look like structures, domes, bases. I mean, it'd be a perfect space base. I mean, or is it, or is it a watchtower of aliens watching us, making sure we ain't blowing stuff up like we do? Has
2: Aldrin ever come out and said this publicly, or is it? Is I'm, I'm it gonna, I'm, I'm gonna,
0: I'm save that question for later, because okay. that's a very good question, and, and I've got a very good answer, which I think you're gonna find interesting.
2: Right. Okay.
0: I mean, could it have portal on it? Do You know, like obviously, like you have wormholes. Is that where they come out of? I mean, do you have any theories yourself that you've, you've heard of?
1: You know? Mm. Um, apart from, obviously, what I suggested earlier about, uh, I mean, I, I'd always been under the impression it was just uh, remnants of an impact millions of years ago, uh, became a natural satellite of Earth, got caught in the Earth's orbit, and that's pretty much where it's stayed ever since. I mean, for it to be hollow, it's quite a bold statement. I mean, uh, under
2: what basis
1: do we... Know or feel that they said it was hollow. i just asking and a question.
2: Also, if something is hollow of that size, how would it get its gravitational pull? It's a very good point. It's all about density, it's all about mass. Yeah, especially when you're in space. That's a good
1: point.
0: But now we're going to move on to the conclusions and theories part, or say just conclusions. Do I think the moon landings are fake? No. Obviously, we're all in agreement on that, right?
2: Yep. I'm 100% believe they're
0: real yeah um obviously we got pictures of every space vehicle well almost left on the moon yeah we have a working scientific experiment yeah and as per oh, i know he's one of your favorites Stu neil degrasse tyson
2: yeah
0: obviously you had half a billion people see the rocket launch
2: yeah
0: they had the blueprints for the rocket and capsule you would have had to fake every single document in fact, it would have been easier to get to the moon than fake it. Yeah, and I did read an interesting stat. They reckon it would take over four hundred thousand people to keep keep it secret. Not, no, not any.
2: You know. Exactly.
0: Is it hollow? Uh, maybe. There's no evidence to. There's no evidence against.
2: Mm Yeah, I think science tells you it's otherwise.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Unless we drill. Which I'm surprised we didn't. I know we took samples.
2: No, but the, the the problem is though, it's the weight of the stuff that you can carry to space. It's yeah. one thing no, I get it. Carrying, like, supplies and equipment, but then as soon as you start talking about drills, like even the cars that got left up there, they're like a couple of hundred kilos max. Yeah. Just because of the sheer cost of per gram to take into yeah. space. I get you. I get you. And you got to think as well. There's no. There's nothing valuable on the moon. We don't know that. Not that we're aware of. Yeah. So, I'd... at the moment, it's just a ball of rock. Okay. So, if it was if it had gold inside, you could imagine that by the mid-70s, there'd be a base up there and a mine, and we'd be shipping stuff back. Okay.
0: Now, obviously, sentient being, I, I, I don't think that's real either. Um, no. I mean, there could be stuff out there like that, but... Not in our universe. Yeah, I, I don't
1: think. I think it's, it's far too close. Um, sort of, uh, to Earth, I think we would have seen.
2: Or yeah, anything. and if they're smart enough to, to be able to travel across space to us and find us and monitor us, you wouldn't plant yourself on the moon. Yeah, we see it every single this day. Is the thing. You look
1: at the most modern smartphones with some of the zoom technology they've got. I mean, anyone can get a really good close-up picture uh, on, on the a moon.
2: N- Nikon make a camera that's got like hundred and twenty mm zoom on it a 120 time zoom and the pi- thousand pounds the pictures you can get of the moon are amazing stop promoting Nikon Stu <laughs> yeah, they don't pay us yet. but Nikon if you
0: are out there um, I'm willing to listen to offers now for the last one were there aliens on the moon now I'm going to save my answer to the end for this one
1: right i ask you first Rich aliens on the moon yes or no uh, again I'm, I'm going to say no uh, Again, why would you be able to travel, you know, who knows, millions of light years to get right here, to sit right on the Earth's doorstep, and for the technology that we have, although it would potentially be primitive to what they have, and not be able to see them? We would have seen a lot more of them. Okay, so how about we only ever see
2: one side of the moon? I appreciate that, but then at the same time, but it's not like we haven't had spacecraft go round the other side yeah, of the moon. Yeah, because that's what they do a lot of
1: time, don't they? They yeah. Well, they launch around the other side of the moon mm. into the ground. There's still orbiters poles.
2: going around the moon now. Okay, let's
0: think about this way. Area fifty one has a base on the side of a mountain. Yeah. The
2: moon would be ideal to hide a base like that. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially, you'd never know. I mean, but again, it's the infrastructure of. We would know if someone is going to the moon, even if it was even if NASA decided to have. A top secret rocket takeoff—you would know about it. Okay, fair enough.
0: So, same question to you, um, do you reckon there are aliens on the moon? Yes or no? No. Fair
2: enough. I believe in aliens. I just don't believe that they're on our. We're not lucky enough for them to be on our doorstep. I'm
0: going to ask you both another question now. Yep. So, it. it why haven't we been back?
1: This is a question I always ask myself. I mean, I think if we, if we can do it,
2: you know, we can do it once, we should be able to do it again. We I are, mean, we're going back in the next year or two. I know, but why leave it? Because there's not there's no monetary value of the moon. Hold on, how about this though? We're trying to plan a mission to Mars, right? Yes. Would it not be easier to launch from the moon? That's what they're, they're going to do something like that. But, but you've got to think though, by the time you get all of your equipment to the moon, you've then got to land and take off again. That's a lot of energy. So what they're doing is, they're going to send a rocket up into space, like lower, not lower, like higher orbit, like probably between us and the moon, send another rocket up to that, and refuel from the first to the second, so it's got fuel, and then go, without landing or anything like that. The landing, you're adding another step of failure. Okay.
0: I mean, guys, girls, this leads me to my conclusion, and that famous question, fact, fiction, or bullshit? I can tell you, for one, I'd love to have gone into space, like both for you boys, maybe not you so much, Rick. <laughs> and to visit an alien planet, but barring that, the moon would do, right? Yeah. I mean, let's get that right. I mean, even now, people still look up at the moon and imagine what it'd be like to walk on it, drive on it, maybe even stay on it. I mean, yep. look at a view you'd have every day. It's like when you look at the space station, you see the Earth, but from the moon, it's just a whole different animal, yeah, right? Yeah, you see the whole thing. I mean, that would be, other mate. that'd be amazing. I mean, we all this talk of space stations and missions to Mars, I mean, it would be easier, like we just discussed, to create a moon base. Uh, it's just like, I remember that question, um, like, you know, is it aliens on the moon? I just, I'm going to come to that in a second. Because obviously, first I want to ask a question, fact, fiction or bullshit? Did we as a human species land on the moon? Fact, without a doubt. Yep. I, that's what I believe, anyway. But, I mean, there's always a but. About the space age, it was all the rage in the 60s. Everyone had eyes on the stars. The space race had begun, and in 1969, man landed on the moon. Then, in 1972, we stopped and never returned. Why? We as a human race are explorers, right? Miners. Yeah. I mean, we mine straight away. Of course. We...
2: That's how you get your minerals. Definitely.
0: And if there's money to be made, man will always find a way. I'm going to defend my, my, my answer to aliens being on the moon, because I believe there is. You've got to listen to... There's, when the Apollo 11 crew are going up there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, there's a cryptic message on the radio. It's on YouTube, so you can check it out. I will be posting pictures of videos and links. Um, they asked um, They asked Mission Control, uh, where's the rocket booster? Obviously, in relation to them. What they meant was, there's something outside our window. We don't know what it is, but please tell us it's the rocket booster. The answer to that question was, it's over 6,000 nautical
2: miles away. Yeah, but 6,000 nautical miles is a lot. But in the true reflection of travelling millions of miles, okay, it's not far. And you've got to think, it's not travelling at 10 miles an hour around the moon. It will be travelling at thousands of miles an hour around the moon. All I want to say as well, oh, just quickly,
0: before I go on to the next part, did any of you, ta- any of you guys see that punch? buzz aldrin through oh what the news reporter.
1: yeah yeah i actually didn't see it okay. we'll show
0: you in a bit um yeah. basically the, the news reporter got up to him called him a fake a fraud and got right in his face buzz aldrin's not a guy you want to mess with he just he just clocked him overhand right and it it looked yeah it looked absolutely right. painful and at that age <laughs> I, I
1: had to go respect <laughs> because how, how old has he been done that i oh, not how he oh
2: uh, yeah probably drawing his pension yeah yeah Oh, mate, Buzz Aldrin's always been fiery. Like he, he refuses, he argues with people, and just flat line refuses the to answer is, their questions. He's probably sick and tired of and all of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know you've done something, but everyone's coming yeah. up and saying, "Did you fake it? Are oh, you a liar? You're a liar." Yeah, and suddenly you, you're just going to burst, aren't you? you? Just I don't condone violence. He doesn't. That, he doesn't. Time I did. Us as a podcast, <laughs> we don't control control
0: violence. What I want to say is the reason why I believe there's aliens on the moon. Have any of you guys ever heard of Dr. Stephen Greer? No. He's the head of the Disclosure Project. Um, famous guy. He gets like all like the top people from like various organisations, CIA, NASA, Ministry of Defence, uh, Department of Defence, anybody high up in the echelons of US power. If they've seen something, they can go to him and he will disclose it. It's weird because Stephen Greer's dad actually worked on the Apollo 11 mission. Oh,
2: okay.
0: So, he goes up to these people who who want to disclose this sort of thing. Uh, And he asked Neil Armstrong, because he knew him. Um, And basically, he was told, I can't. Um, It was stated that if he did come over and disclose what he'd seen, he, his wife, his kids, and his grandkids
2: would all be killed. I mean, if there's nothing there, why make a threat like that? No, I know, but it's also, you've got to think, NASA are a secretive organization they have to be because they don't want to be copied and so, all this
0: stephen grier's got over 900 top level
2: people that have already disclosed stuff i know i think i think it's just a little bit different isn't it yeah
0: but i don't understand why he, he would not exactly like it's a, a total stranger coming out to ask you okay i mean all you have to do I'm, I'm, i don't often do this uh, but the two documentaries that stephen Greer's put out there they're both independents but what he puts in, he doesn't get told what to put in, what not to put in. One of them is unacknowledged. I highly recommend that one. It is absolutely mind blowing. And the other one is Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Not as good, but a good watch. Um and he backs everything up in my opinion. And I believe that there are aliens on the moon. I just for us not to go back there, it's just that's what I'm saying, yeah, we got in that submarine and we went down to the bottom of Marion's Trench once. I don't know, it's doing it again.
2: So, so, okay, so if there's aliens on the moon, so you're saying aliens, we went there, there was aliens, and they basically said, don't come back. Yep. But why are we going back in a couple of years?
0: Okay, I could say I'm going to the shop tomorrow and not go.
2: Yeah, but this is the moon. This is uh, You're saying that the aliens have told us not to come back. Yep. What, what's different now? And the fact that Elon Musk is spending hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds—why would why would you spend that much money on designing this starship? Not go, not go to the moon. I don't think we're going to go back to the moon. I don't,
0: but that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you guys think I'm Fruit Loop or I'm talking
1: sense? Um, no, you know, I'd like to think we'll go back to the moon again. It Goes back to the whole. You know, I always wondered why we never went back, and you know, maybe. If it is any truth in what you're saying, they feel, you know, not telling the public about it is safer than them actually finding out about it. You know, yeah, we'll go back in a few more years. We'll go back in a few more years. Keep the people hoping.
0: Ah, oh, fair enough. Um, I just want to say thank you, both of you, for coming on this podcast. I know it's not normally your guy's cup of tea, but it means a lot to me. Um, so, we all agree in agreement. It is fact. Fact. Ladies and gents, we went to the moon. And I believe there's aliens there. I don't uh, agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I have my Facebook page and Instagram page of the same name. So please go check it out. Um, until next time, people. Many thanks for listening. And From me, I just hope you're all enjoying it. I'm uh, saying thanks for the love.